Hey everybody, it's Maylee Thomas. It's time for another Texas Homegrown Music. And I'm fresh off the road from coming back from being at a luck reunion on St. Patty's Day. And what a wonderful time that was. I had such a great experience. And I it's been my it's my fourth time there, I believe. Yeah. And I was so happy to see Micah and Lucas join him. Um, I'm sure if you're a Willie fan, you already know that Willie's probably in a real funk right now because his sister Bobby passed away a few weeks ago. And uh, and, and there were so many beautiful things around the, the uh, grounds of, uh, of his place, his ranch out there in Luck, giving homage to Bobby and, and all those years of playing music with his sister. I think that one of the one of the beautiful things that I love about Willie is he really is big on family and this event was just stellar in that regard watching Lucas and uh, Micah and Willie playing on the last set there of the day and the night and um I'm just so grateful that I got to be there. So I don't want to take too much time, but I did just want to mention that to you. And also that I've got Eric Willis on the show today, and you're going to love this guy. I'm telling you, he is so talented and right here from Fort Worth. So I don't want to take too much more time. I'm going to sing a song off one of my older records. This is called Wash It Off. And when I come back, I'll be interviewing Eric Willis for all of you. Can't wait. Get something, a snack, a drink, sit down and get ready to listen to some great music. Texas music right here on Texas Homegrown Music.
Well, here we are in Texas Homegrown Music with my guest, Eric Willis. Eric, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So um, I I think I told you a little bit off the air that I want to um, pretend like I just met you, which I kind of did, if, if we're going to be yeah. really honest. <laughs> but I've done some reading and I've done a little um, homework and you've been doing this for a long time and very successfully, I might add. And I am um, I'm sorry that I haven't come across you before now but hey better late than never right always uh, yeah you're you're young enough you've got a long long road ahead of you so i'm just kind of late to the party (laughs) i hope so yeah (laughs) well i i um i I know we're going to talk about um, a new record that you released this past year but i i want to start at the very beginning and i believe i read somewhere where you started um singing and finding your uh, roots and wanting to do music pretty young you want to tell me about that yeah um so (laughs) it's kind of funny my uh my mom tells me stories about how when we were both uh me and i have a sister that's a couple years older than me we were both i don't know four to six range um she put me and my sister in gymnastics class and uh apparently i didn't last more than a couple days in there and and they just kind of told her that it it wasn't going to be for me was it a good fit <laughs> so uh I, yeah I don't, they said he just wants to jump around on the trampoline and i don't think this is going to be for him and so uh she switched me over and uh there's luckily i'm from the wichita falls and there was a um, kind of like a vocal studio there where you could uh, take voice lessons and so she switched me over to, to voice lessons. And uh, so I started that pretty young, probably, you know, four or five years old, singing 90s country songs, you know, John Michael Montgomery, Brooks and Dunn, that type of stuff. Right. And uh, then just kind of fell in love with it. You know, um, my grandma, uh, she took us to church every Sunday at a Methodist church, and she sang in the choir there in the church. So that kind of grew into another deal where uh, we didn't really have a children's choir or anything like that, but started kind of evolved into doing solos around, you know, Easter Christmas time and stuff like that in the church. And then it kind of just sprouted from there. You know, we, uh, uh, along with that vocal Academy, they, um, they ran some like uh, talent shows and kind of like star search esque local stuff that uh, right. that my mom would put you know i would i would get in and doing the vocal stuff and my, and my sister did the dance as well so she would take us to these things and uh you know have us performing at a at a super young age and um yeah kind of that's just kind of the basis of it for i don't know the first eight ten years something like that and uh just doing that type of stuff opry shows you know uh I forget what age it was, but, you know, came down, you know, Dallas, Fort Worth was the big city to us. And we came down here a couple of times to the, the Johnny high, uh, country music show and a few things like that. Um, little Opry shows all across like North Texas and, you know, Southern Oklahoma and, uh, just kind of fell in love with it, you know, but, um, I kind of, you know, I got into junior high, high school age and kind of fell out of that. You know, I got into sports, baseball, football and stuff like that and really didn't do much with it. Uh, again, singing wise, um, aside from, like I said, just the, maybe a special in church here and there. 
but um until um high school we had a we had, you have to have an arts credit in high school and they happened to add a, a guitar class and it was my junior year of high school they added a tar- guitar class that you could take as your arts credit nice and um yeah so it worked it worked out great i didn't um you know always love to sing but had I actually, uh, when I was real young, you know, I would perform at these little talent shows and I had a guitar that I just used as a prop. You know, I wasn't even playing the thing, just a tiny little guitar. So I'd, I had had guitars and, you know, stuff like that around, but had no, no play knowledge whatsoever until that guitar class. And it kind of just sparked, re-sparked, you know, all that interest into the music again once I picked one of those up as well. Well, I think probably um, one of the best things that you said that your mom did was taking you out when you were young and have you out in front of audiences and doing things so that you could be comfortable with it because you're clearly very comfortable in in doing this. And I've met so many guys and so many yeah, girls sure. too that uh, have stage fright. I mean, it's crazy how many of them still yeah. do at, as an adult and, you know, they just didn't get that um early on and i i'd have to say that probably is the one reason why i felt have always felt so comfortable on stage because at a very early age and plus i heard you talk about starting uh singing in church nothing better than Uh learning to sing and be in front of people in church because i say it over and over again People love it when they have music in church because it keeps them oh, hearing, yeah. hearing the sermon. <laughs> you know, Just, and they're so like appreciative and like nice to you afterwards. Oh yeah, it, it's, it's so wonderful, like, isn't it? It's a great platform for people to um, to learn their craft, and uh, it's it's funny how many Texas artists that I interview that started out playing in church because, of course, we are in the Bible Belt here which is fine. And I think it's good. But um, at the same time, sometimes um, people forget that, you know, there are a lot of people out there that by the time, you know, they'll start playing music and they'll get even in a little coffee house or in a little place, they've not ever played out in front of anybody and they get so nervous. So I think that's great that you started out. That that was was so, yeah, I was so happy to have, and you didn't, you don't really realize that um well I, I didn't realize i mean obviously you get nervous and you you have some some bit of you know nerves and anxiousness when you're performing in front of people but having that at such a young age just it, you just you surpass all those little baby steps that it takes to get used to even just like talking to a crowd on a mic uh or just standing in front of one, not even doing anything, but just like the, the amount of fear and, and anxiety people deal with just getting up in front of people. You don't realize how, you know, once you've had that at such a young age that it's just like nothing to you. And so, yeah, I was super grateful to have had that all those years for sure. Well, I can tell that you're very comfortable in it. I've seen, a, a, you know, I've watched a lot of videos of you and I've seen some live stuff that you've done. And clearly you're um, completely comfortable up there and you come across so um, authentic and so easy to talk to. So I'm looking forward Thank to you. seeing you play live and I, 
you know, I think we talked about this off the air. I'm going to, as soon as we're done, I'm going to talk to you about a way to get you um, maybe at TMR this year, if I can, it would be fantastic. Um, and it's in my hometown, which oh, I yeah, love. Sure you I know, love we, we got, we yeah. moved here last year and um, they loved it so much. They're coming back. So we're looking forward to that. And I'm, I'm, I'm got a, a Texas homegrown music stage. So I'd love to have you play on it. And uh, so I'll keep you guys abreast on yes, that. All you fun. listeners, if I can get, him on there we'll tell you about it because um it'll be a great opportunity for you to come in here eric because you really you really are a phenomenal songwriter already and you're not old enough to have lived through all this stuff eric how is it that you can write about it so much and so well what's the deal (laughs) well we're going to play waiting right now and so that's the first song that i heard of yours i mean i I was listening through some stuff and i was like oh my gosh who is this guy and why have not have I not heard of him? And so I, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> there's so many artists out there, as you know, and phenomenal artists. Oh, I just yeah. want to remind everybody that we are so blessed in this state to have so much talent. And in in my hundred mile radius of where I live, it's crazy. And I'll, I'll hear people. I'll, I'll, really go into, I'll, I'll go into these little um pubs and i'll hear some guy up there playing and i'm 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 blown away eric at the talent and and the level of talent that there is out there and so that's why it's it's so incumbent upon us as listeners to share it with people when we hear somebody that we really like and i do that and i know our sphere of influence with our friends and family is important but that's what i why i have this show today and i'm excited to have you on the show and i'm sure there's a lot of people out there that already know who you are but for those that don't you are in for a really really good treat right now so i'm going to play the song waiting for you when we come back i'll talk to eric about this record and about these songs and the inspiration and and, um, and about the second half that's coming out in the in the summer, I'm looking forward to that um, called Night, yeah, right? Sure. So this is called Day. Uh, the mm-hmm. album is Day with um, Eric Willis, and we're going to play Waiting. We'll be right back right here on Texas Homegrown Music with yours truly, Maylee Thomas. We'll be right back.
is homegrown music and I've got my guest Eric Willis um, in the house and so Eric you know I I say this a lot and so I, I sometimes want to hear it and sometimes I think maybe it's not a good idea but you know songs are so well they're they're so personal for everybody I could I can hear a song and take mm-hmm. something from it um, completely different than someone else so sometimes I like to hear what's the impetus on it. Why did you write it? What was it about? And then sometimes I feel like we need to just let it be whatever it needs to be for someone else. But um, obviously waiting is yeah. just, you know, a, a, an easy to understand song about, um, you know, love. Speaking of love, mm-hmm. are you in love? Are you married? You're single? You're taken? <laughs> you're available? What's the deal here? Yeah, I've got a girlfriend and uh, I actually just moved in with her uh, this past month. Okay. We've been together, I think, uh, yeah, over, shoot, it's going on four years now. So I guess you could say things are getting pretty serious. I would say so. <laughs> I would say the moving in part might, might be sealing the deal there, Eric. <laughs> Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> well, that's great. And if it's been that long, then she already knows what she's get what she's in for. Um, and I, I have this lecture all the Hopefully, time with yeah. all of my music friends, okay? Because I've had a band for years, and I know what it's like when you have guys get girlfriends or wives that all of a sudden don't understand why they're gone all the time and playing every, every weekend. And, you know, they have a hard time with yeah. it. And it's like, you knew what I was when you picked me up and this is what I'm about. And this is the passion that I have. So clearly she, she understands that. Are you? Yeah. She's a, yeah, she's figured it out. It's, it's a tough deal for, for really to anyone to wrap their head around until you're, you know, directly around it like that. And it's, you know, it kind of goes against everything you're, you're taught and the, you know, it's not a, um, it's not a, um, you know, reliable job all the time. It's not a consistent thing all the time. And, uh, so that's hard for people to, to deal with or, or to understand how someone else would deal with. And, uh, she's been great. She, uh, uh, she loves what I do and is super supportive. And so I can't, uh, I can't complain at all. 
Yay. I love hearing that. That's a, that's important. <laughs> that's important in this in this business to have somebody oh, is. that is, you know, understands the whole uh, everything that it causes because it can wreak havoc to havoc to relationships if they don't understand it. I mean, I, I think I was just telling you about my my friend that's on tour right now with with um Bob Dylan and he was just talking about how hard it is to be away for you know so long and um and and his wife's actually a musician as well and uh it, but it's oh yeah it's just it's it's your passion and it's what you do and it's how you live and it's just it's just your journey right it's your journey and that's what you do yeah you play a lot Eric and I think you probably learned early on that um you have to be willing to do a lot of different things. Do you remember one of the funniest mm-hmm. gigs you've ever had or something where you just were like, Oh my gosh, am I really doing this? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I, uh, someone was asking me the other day, um, like what's the craziest, um, you know, thing that has happened to you like at a gig? Cause we were talking about bar fights and all sorts of stuff like that. And, right. you know, it, going back to when we first started playing, uh, I used to play shows, you know, when you first start gigging, you'll, or I did, I played any gig that someone would pay me for, you know what I mean? We, I was playing dingy dive. I mean, I was playing some sketchy places back in the day. Anyone that would have me just to, just to get, you know, cut my teeth and do that type of stuff. But uh, we were talking about, so back in my hometown, Wichita falls, there's this little, um, drive up bar and it's like grandfathered in where you, you you can pull your car in there and they like you know they'll serve you alcohol in your to your car window like a sonic you know oh my gosh and um yeah it's <laughs> anytime i tell anyone about it they're like what and i'm like yeah it's it's not normal but anyway so we're playing there and we you play outside and you're playing to you know everyone's cars and people are sitting on tailgates and picnic tables and stuff like that and uh the 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 police would like just drive up and they would just park and uh walk around and just kind of ch- check up on things and so a cop car had pulled up and the guys got out and they were walking around you know chit-chatting with people and i watched the guy you know you're as, as you're playing you're always like watching you know you're watching all this you're watching people what's what's guys going on? Hit on girls and you're watching yeah you're just watching everything and so i watched this guy and he's like moseying over towards the police car and i was like and he kind of like leans up against it and i was like oh he's you know he's having someone take his picture in front of the cop car or something well he just opens the driver's door and sits down and peels out in the cop car (laughs) what he stole it right there both cops on foot just take off running, you know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's like and then so for the rest on, of the day. Know, the cop videos are, you know, funniest home videos. Yeah, we were uh, then we were just listening. A buddy of ours had a police scanner in his truck and so we were listening to them like chasing this guy down that stole their police car from the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, um, Wichita Falls, though, I, I, I remember playing, um, I think it's, I've even played there in the last few years prior, just right before COVID at Iron Horse Pub. Have you ever been over there? Oh, yeah. 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 So that's, that's been like our kind of hometown place. We just did a, um, we usually play Wichita now that I'm not there anymore. We usually play it once or twice a year now around, um, uh, 
the past couple of years, we, well, before COVID, we've done like Thanksgiving night or like Christmas night. And so this past year, uh, we did Christmas night and we did a live recording. So we're going to have a live album. Uh, once we get all that mixed and ready to go, we'll have a live album from the Iron Horse Pub. Uh, oh, put out hopefully Towards the end of this year. Well, those, yeah. those guys are great. They love music. They love uh, so many of my friends have played there. And we've, like I said, we've played there. You have to tell them, hey, next time. And I'll, I'll definitely tag them on this show because they'll they'll love it. But um, I lo- always liked playing at Wichita Falls. They, they're very appreciative of music there. Um, we did the Hotter Than Hell a few times, you know, played their. The, the, oh, yeah, yeah. The, Oh man, that's brutal. I mean, it's great because it's great it crowd and they hot, really yeah. love it. But man, it is really, it truly is. It it lives up to its name for sure. So um, yeah, it crazy, definitely. Yeah. But um, yeah, we love those guys over there, and um, they they have, you know, they have a pretty good. You guys have you guys have gotten some pretty good talent out of out of Wichita Falls. Um, I, I was surprised. Yeah, for as small of a town it is, is there's. There's quite a few people that have come out of there for sure. And uh, and and actually, I think just a, not too long ago, I played another another big um, hall there. I don't remember what the name of it was over near um, the arts district or whatever it is. But um, we we played a, a show there, and and I was just surprised at how many people came out that. Um, that knew so much about music and about Texas music. So evidently you guys are doing a pretty good job. You're doing a pretty good job. So what? Nice um, little scene there for sure. So um, I'm going to get back to your record now. Um, We're going to, we're going to play Dickens County Uh jail. I'm just going to have to ask you, have you spent any time in jail before? Is that how you're able to (laughs) write about this? (laughs) So uh, lay it out there now, Eric, come on. (laughs) tell my mom to quit listening no um we uh we all we played a lot out in lubbock out of the blue light and yeah. so driving from wichita falls to lubbock you go through dickens texas and it has this tiny little jailhouse that i mean it can't be more than a thousand square feet and it's got bars on the windows and if you drive by like at a certain time of day there's people out there in like black and white striped like uniform it just looks like you're like back in time like 100 years or something like that and so i always just uh, you know everyone's got their uh i always think everyone needs their like johnny cash felt some prison song or whatever and i don't i've always said that i don't think i could do like hard time but i could do like you know two or three days and so it was whole it was all fabricated before that just because i like the way that jailhouse looks well i thought you were going to tell me that you got pulled over there because um i don't think that our (laughs) band has ever gone through there that not for a while there we you know we all traveled together we had a band band that we would all travel in and then um after a while some of the guys were like yeah i'm gonna drive my own truck you know my my drummer would put all of his stuff in the back of his cab and and another couple of the other guys so we take three cars at at a time we we had maybe seven players in the band at the time i think and i mean Mm -hmm. we never would go through there either going or coming back that one of them didn't get pulled over for speeding because you know what it's like on those back roads especially between there and and goes from like 75 to yeah go up to 35 and, you know, you go through these little towns and I'd I, I be on my phone, you know, saying, guys, don't forget that this is this 
you know, the speed yeah. limit changing and inevitably we'd get called back a little bit later. I'll be a little late. I got pulled over. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> those yeah. are the fun times, right? Four or five of those little speed traps. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, they, we'd get pulled over and inevitably somebody would get a ticket. And, and I was like, all right, how much is it? I'll take it off the top. Because <laughs> yeah, I felt a little <laughs> guilty that they, they're with us and they got the ticket, right? But um, yep. yeah, so I, that's funny that you wrote a song, Dickens County Jail. That's that's where you'd like to do your time, pretty much. <laughs> that, that little town, right? <laughs> if you had to, well, hopefully yep. you don't ever have to do any time there, brother. I hope I don't want I don't want that to ever exactly. come to fruition. But um, well, we're gonna play that song now. It's called Dickens County Jail with Eric Willis. And when we come back, I want to talk about um, some shows that you've got coming up. And also, um, maybe you could give us a little um, hint on what this next record's going to have on it and what we can look forward to, because I'll definitely yeah. be playing, uh, spinning some songs off of it, because I, I really dig your voice. But uh, <laughs> right now we're going to play Dickens County Jail, and this is one of those songs that'll get you moving. I really like it. I love the rhythm on it. I like how fun it is, and uh, I can already tell that you're, you're going to be one of those guys when you go see it that um, you, you make me happy. You make me want to get up and dance and be a part of the show. So Dickens County Jail with Eric Willis, and we'll be right back on Texas Homegrown Music right here with Maylee Thomas.
Well, I'm enjoying this, Eric, learning about you and uh, laughing with you about some of the stuff. You, we were talking about some of the crazy venues that you played. Um, I'll never forget one of the first um, little bitty bars that I played out on the road, and I, I don't remember where it was. I think it was outside of Jacksonville, Texas, a little bitty it was a, a biker bar, actually, and it was the first time I ever went into a place where they they actually had the fence in front of the stage. Oh. I, had, I had never seen that before. I think I'd seen it in a movie, but I'd never actually seen it in a in a um, venue, and it freaked me out. Like on Roadhouse? Yes, it freaked me out. And I, I, I said to one of the guys, I go, what is this? And they go, well, if they get really rowdy, they start throwing sh- stuff, and it, they could actually throw it towards the stage. I was like, oh, my gosh. This is an all-time what low did we for get me. Ourselves into? You know, I had to play, I had to play a gig where I have to – you know, be hidden behind a chain link fence. But um, I don't know if you've ever done that before, but it's crazy. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't had one with the fence in front of it. I've always, I've always thought, you know, seeing that on Roadhouse, you're always waiting for that one place and I've never had one yet. <laughs> well, and I've also had, um, I also had a gig. We also played a gig one time where my husband literally had to take <clears throat> his guitar off and get off stage and punch a guy out that was getting ready to, to punch some <laughs> Uh, guys in the band so it was just crazy i've seen i've seen some things you never know (laughs) you never know oh yeah so um (laughs) so you got the second half of the record i'm saying the second half because obviously you were thinking about releasing the whole thing um tell me what we have to look forward to on night coming out in this summer so uh we kind of split them up just um like i said we had 14 songs that we were going in to record and uh, we were going to put them into a record and COVID kind of, you know, the release of everything kind of helped dictate splitting them up like that. But then also they kind of just had two, two different vibes to these things, you know, on the day record, if you've listened to that, it's got, um, it's got a horn section and everything yep. a little more upbeat. And um, it just kind of feels like a daytime uppity, you know, type of record. And then these other songs on the record, um, were more of a, um, guitar driven kind of rock and roll. Um, I don't know. They just had a different vibe, you know, more rock and roll, more, like I said, more guitar driven. There's no horns on the, on the second part. Not that they're like, uh, sadder or slower or anything. Cause there's some, still some upbeat stuff, but, uh, they just had a different, a different vibe to them. And so it kind of just felt fitting to, to split them up and then, when once we had them split up, you know, they're, they kind of seemed so different, you know, it was kind of like a day and night contrast thing. And so that's, you know, how we came up with the title with that. And then I, I think it just kind of worked out great, you know, kind of, they kind of each made their own little, whatever you want to call it, mini record or EP, whatever. And then, you know, listening to them together, there's that, you know, that, stark contrast of the, of the two. So I think it's going to be pretty cool. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm loving, I'm digging, I'm digging day, but you know, I'm, since I'm a newbie, I've been back, I've been going through and listening to your catalog and going through it. And I actually love your acoustic record too. I mean, because again, Oh yeah. You know, you do this cause you know, you're good at it. You know, you, you have a talent and when you strip it down where it's just the, the guitar and your voice, you can really appreciate the the gift that you have, Eric, because um, you've Thank got you. a really wide range. I mean, 
Thank you. Honestly, I, I, I love it. And a, and a lot of a high range and a natural voice. I mean, it's one thing to, to sit, be able to sing some falsetto and really come across, you know, it's clear, but yours is a natural voice that high. Mm-hmm. And um, I, 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 I don't know. I don't, I don't think there's anything out there you couldn't sing. I can tell you that. And uh yeah, I, it's that's it's it's a nice thing to have for you. I'm sure to be able to have that. Uh, let me ask you real quick: Are you the sole writer on most mm-hmm. of your stuff? Is it you, or do you have somebody uh, that you most, like to write with? Or most of it, um, I do have. So my old guitar player, he's a um, he's actually a professor now there in, in Wichita Falls, but his name's Ben Atkins. And so, like my first full length record. Actually, my first two full-length records, uh, I, I co-wrote the majority of those with him. Okay. And then um, on most of, most of these um, later stuff, there's at least you know two or three on each of those that that we co-wrote together as well. I've kind of he's kind of been one of those you know you can, I've I've co-written with a bunch of people and I love doing it. Um, you know, you sometimes you you get something great sometimes nothing comes of it and it just kind of depends but uh he's been one of those person people that um you know just we just we, well for one we've done it so much together that it's gonna say have you known him for a you know, long we time kind of it's kind of like he yeah it, it's kind of like he knows you and you know him and kind of knows where you're going with stuff yeah and yeah we kind of just feed off of each other's strengths he's way better um instrumentally than me you know he can play anything with strings on it you know from he, he used to play dobro and lap steel and in my in my band and he can he can play mandolin and bass and guitar and anything so how nice i rely on him for a lot of that yeah for a lot of that stuff to to get me out of my same you know stuff and um you know he you know calling me for more lyrical and melody type stuff so it, it works perfect and so i continue uh you know going back to him for for stuff like that, for sure. Well, that's a nice combination. So um, it, it's nice to have somebody like that, and especially if you just did a duo thing, which I've watched you. I mean, like I said, I, I'm watching some of your video, videos, and I, I mean, it's probably him and some of them playing lap steel, I'm sure, especially in some of the older ones. Probably, but it is yeah. nice to have someone that, that uh, you know, is kind of utility player is what I like to call it where, um, you know, they, they can hear and say, Oh, I think that would, I think this, you know, mandolin would sound good on this one or whatever. So that's, that's Mm kind of nice to have. Well, I'll have to, I'll I'll look forward to, to seeing you do a show with him. Um, like I said, I, if you guys are out there listening, Eric Willis, and it's spelled E-R-I-C-K, Willis, W-I-L-L-I-S. He's everywhere. And, um, you know, he's got, thousands of followers so he's been around for a little while and he's got a lot of people that really dig him and like I said I'm a newbie but I'm going to be a stalker fan now Eric and I'm going to have to come out and see you <laughs> when I have a night off and you're in the we'll area so I'll, I'll be up front loud and personal <laughs> you could ask all my other awesome. Awesome. Uh, other guys that, that I've come out and gals that I come out and see him um, you know I'm just at that age now where I don't really care what other people think if I like you I'm going to be hoo hoo <laughs> There we go. So, That's what we need. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, I'm not ashamed to to be one of those kind of fans, but 
I'm, I'm so grateful that I got to meet you and got to know you, Eric. And um, I hope that our, our paths will cross and may, who knows, maybe sometime we can actually sing a song together. Cause like I said, I, I really am impressed with your voice and, and your talent. I think you, I think you're just a wonderful gift to Texas music. And I hope that you have a long, beautiful musical life and that, that it brings you a lot of joy and money too, because I know you got to pay the bills and turn, you know, be able to, to, to make a living but in my yeah, book that always helps in my book you're already a huge success eric um you're a huge success because well, you're, you so you're doing something that you love and you still got people to come out and see you play right definitely yeah i'm thankful every day for it for sure it's a beautiful thing and I'm, I'm just so grateful for it. So for all you out there, please be sure and check out. I, I know you're probably on all the social media um, places, but, uh, and you've got some cool uh, gear that people can buy and, and, that's mm-hmm. kind of a big deal now too is merchandise so um you guys be sure to do that oh yeah let's help, let's help these guys and get over there and download their music and get out and, and see them at a show and make make it known that you appreciate their music and and what they do and uh, i look forward to doing that with you thank you so much eric we're going to play a song called broken man and uh I've played this song three times already, so I think you might have something you could say about it because I can I can tell there's something very personal in this song. Yeah, we uh, actually wrote. We was talking about Ben Atkins. I wrote that with him, and it was an idea we started way back. Um, we were talking about um, a lot about uh, veteran suicide, and uh, so we wrote that uh, song to, to, to try to raise some awareness for that. And at the time we had done a music video for it and, uh, had a donation platform where we raised some money for a couple charities that, that donate to that. And I had a, a friend of mine, uh, Ryan Wood, uh, who's in LA and he does a lot of, um, movie and film and commercial work and stuff out there. And, uh, really wanted to do a music video for it. And, uh, so I flew out to LA and we did the music video, uh, for broken man. And I was just blown away with, you know, for, it's one thing for a song to, to come across a certain way, but adding that visual aspect to it, I thought really brought that song to life and, and made it what it could be. So yeah, if anyone is listening and uh, wanted to check out that song, I suggest, you know, you can go to YouTube and, and watch that video. It's just Eric Willis, broken man. And, uh, I just really appreciate what he did uh, for that song as well. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a tough song, but um, I was super happy with it. And like I said, I was, I was happy with the way he depicted it in that video. Broke down car in my front drive. Lights down low, shades pull tight. Burn a spoon, butane light Wasting away for another night Trying to be all 
Jets blow by, I hear a thundering sound Lying lost and won't be found Yeah, I'm reaching for your hand And I'm giving all I got I'm giving you my word I know my words don't mean a lot And you know I can't refuse show today with my good friend Mike Zito. He just put out a record called Blues for the South Side. I did a show with him last night and it was so great. He and I got up and sang Soul Shine together and oh, what a phenomenal guitar player and uh, singer he is. So I'm going to close the show with Blues for the South Side. Check out his record. He's got some phenomenal players on his as well, including Eric Gales. Um, I, 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 I was just blown away and he debuted this album number one on the Billboard charts for blues. So another great artist, Mike Zito, Z-I-T-O, check it out. And I'm just going to say bye for now with Texas Homegrown Music. Thank you so much, Guitar Sanctuary, and um, also Burris Injury Law and Tupps Brewery for being behind this show and making it all possible. Peace out, everybody. It's Maylee Thomas with Texas Homegrown Music, and we'll see you next time.